you set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our work, our loves, our vision, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Hello, I am Sheila Marie, also known as Keecha. And my name is Inanna Moon. Welcome. And I have a friend here today. She is the owner of one of the coolest places in Pasadena. Her name is Dina Amato. Would you tell us a little bit about yourself? We're here. We're actually here today talking about um, shamanism, um, but it's going to go into a few different topics. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you would like to introduce yourself to um so yes my name is dina amato and i with my partner own alexandria too Yay. which is a yes. metaphysical yeah. in pasadena <laughs> uh, he and i have owned it together since 94 he was one of the original owners right. um and that's and also, and also, I happen to be an intuitive reader, intuitive consultant mm-hmm. at Alexandria Two Bookstore. And I just realized a couple of weeks ago, I've been there 10 years now. Really? So, yeah. There were other shops before that, but this is such a lovely place to work. Oh, yeah. The people are wonderful. The people the, are wonderful. <clears throat> the I... other consultants... Um, the staff, I love them all. So the let me stuff. gush about the, <laughs> the stuff. I spent, oh, uh, my I enjoy spending money there when I would go see <laughs> Anana. Oh, yeah, lots of fun stuff. Books on every topic imaginable, but also everything for ritual, incenses yes. and candles and... Um, tarot cards. Tarot, oh, yes, we, did. <laughs> so we just talked about tarot cards. So tarot cards and... Um, anything you want to point up in particular <laughs> that you're I, excited you know, about? It started as a bookstore. All right. As a mainly just books. So, and I really, I'm a reader. So for me, it's the books. Ooh, yeah. um, but thank goodness for all the other stuff, because that's the only reason we're still a bookstore um, that exists. <laughs> <laughs> Today. Yes. Yeah. Considering. Yeah. It's, it's all the other stuff that support. It makes us able to. I have a bookstore. I didn't even think about that. Sorry, that everything is probably online now. Everything's online, and we had before it was before Amazon. You know, Borders moved in up the street. Oh, so we had to survive that. <laughs> Borders and Barnes and Noble. And we finally got our, you know, your flow uh, yeah. with that, and then Amazon came. And you know, they and have then, a bookstore now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, because isn't that a neat idea? Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, Borders. They took boarders out of it, and we stayed. So it was pretty cool that we yeah. lasted through that. And but it's mainly because we 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 just um, brought in what we could carry and what people needed uh, so for incense. their growth, incense, and we always, yeah we just made it more more yeah. crystals more. A lot of crystals, more the jewelry, <laughs> and the so jewelry. and rare rare items as well. And you can order mm-hmm. items from from Alexandria too as well. So yes, unfortunately not online. Well, I, I, <laughs> you have to call the old-fashioned way. You have to call, call or come in and then. <laughs> well, I always enjoy talking to your staff. Well, kind of what happened. We tried an online store, but the funny thing is, we realized with our store, people want to come in. Half of the Half of what they're getting is the experience when they're in the store. Um, 
which is kind of, it's exciting. It's, it's a, a neat thing to hear people say that. Um, but it also means the online store didn't work, <laughs> which is fun. <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's not yeah. that's not our thing. I need, yeah, I need, I love brick and mortar. I love going I in. Too. Yeah. Yeah, and I try yeah, to buy stuff online. Veers off course, but I yes, don't I understand how so many stores can close for lack of people because I feel you have to go in to know more about what you're looking for yeah. or more possibilities. So you want to touch the stones. Good. I mean, I don't even... I'm the gemstones, ass- absolutely. Yeah, I'm assuming Amazon has that, but yeah. there's something Maybe. really... That's so weird. I, I just agree. Someone sorry. else picking for you. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then, yeah, oh gosh, that brings up... Yeah, sorry for people who do that, but yeah, somebody else <laughs> is... There's going to be their... En- oh, wow. <laughs> there's going to be their energy on my stone. Mm-hmm. Well, you temporarily. Should, yeah, you should... because. What should we do with stones once we buy them? Well, you know, people get, that's one of the things, (laughs) people get really caught up in, I have to do this to the stone, I have to do that to the stone, I have to make the stone my own, like it's contaminated. (laughs) Um, And really, if a stone sits by itself in the case, it's not holding on to, you know, I don't I don't know what, whoever held it's not holding it's on kind to of it. Devoid you, of, it's devoid. So yeah, don't it's not until you get no, it and, no. and you work with it um, that um, it'll take on what you need it to take on. Okay. I think I think people overthink that one. I think we do. I think it might be a um, a Virgo O C D thing for me. Like, oh my gosh, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. I gotta do this. Well, you know what? I think also <laughs> well, we're taught too, some of us in our traditions to cleanse your stones. But I would just want people's fingerprints off and yeah. so, so salt water and, or no, a cloth. Just you know, rubbing a cloth. Through. It's good to clean the stone, don't get me yeah. wrong. It's um but I don't think they're again contaminated <laughs> before <laughs> we do yeah. that. Yeah. And I don't think it's as, I mean, people, I think people enjoy the production of cleaning it, which yeah. is great. Yes. Um, realize you're enjoying it as opposed to um, it has to be done. It's good to be done and it's enjoyable to do it. That's the yes, truth. It's it really, is. that's a way yes. to work with the stone is the time, time you take to clean it and to, uh, you know, love it, so to yeah. speak. Make um, it your and, own. Yeah. Make that is perfect. Own. Enjoy, mm-hmm. enjoy, enjoy your time. It. Exactly. Yeah. That's very important. I think. Yeah, I think we all get a little too um, steps. Let's, 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 yeah. Or stuck. Yes, <laughs> stuck. Yes, yeah. Um, so, Dina, <laughs> how you and I met, I had, well, for me, I had just seen you in the shop. Um, so you shopped there. I used to shop, yes, <laughs> when I worked somewhere else and I could just walk a few blocks, I would go spend time um, <laughs> get, <laughs> getting through the fact that I worked at an office where I wasn't thrilled to be, um, but all the while teaching, I was also a meditation teacher and doing some other things, but um, a friend a friend who was working at the shop um, Asked, told told you, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were referred by um, uh, Rita at the store that I really trust. <laughs> I'm going to trust yes. all of them. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I called you on your birthday um, to ask you to come to the store. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thankfully. We've been very happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was saying I worked at a few different stores, but this one has made me has made me the happiest, and um, and the it's the joy of the people that come there, and the energy of the store has always fascinated me. 
um, because prior to my being there and still, it sometimes feels like a temple. It just mm-hmm. has yes. a presence totally. to it, a warmth. Mm-hmm. And um, what do you do to create that? Um, I do think, you feel? Yeah, I th- um, I've always I've thought about that, and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that, um, well, you know, just as a practitioner, definitely I go in and do the whole cleansing and smudging and very, you know, frequently and. But the store, even when I do that, and I know other staff members do it too, throughout the years, we've, every staff member's kind of put in their own thing. Um, the store has its own energy and it has its own guides that I definitely feel strongly when I walk in. It's like there's these guardians of the store mm-hmm. that I think yes. we've welcomed. And I think Ralph, my partner, and I have been um, part of just our nature is that we've let the store be itself. We don't, neither one of us have much ego Good. in it. And I think that's partly what's let the, the store create itself. Um, so, I mean, my, my prayer always going through the store is that people find what they need. Oh, that's beautiful. And it, I'm never specific with what that might be, just that when people walk in, they find what they need. And many times what they need is just to come in, and they don't need to buy anything. Mm. <laughs> so, um, you are a shaman. And I wanted to say, I'm, I'm, you know, we hear in the world that, that title. And again, I go with the, um, so many different visions. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you get the, the TV version, mm-hmm. and then you get the um, people who actually do it. So what, I- what is it, and what is um, the aspects of it? Well, <laughs> and I've spoken about this a lot. Um, because there's <laughs> there's the uh, the way we think of traditional shamanism, right? There's the, the North American traditional. There's you know the the, the Peruvian traditional. There's the, the Siberian traditional. You know, there's it's so difficult because there's so many different traditions. Um, when I speak of shamanism, I speak of just um, being able to go into the other realms to get the help the person needs to heal. So to be able to, to um, travel in and out of the realms to bring back the healing for the clients or for the, the person who needs it. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I would just want to say, because I found this fascinating myself, but the origins of shamanism are not simply Native American, as Dina was saying, but um, they think that the origins are with the Tungus tribe in Siberia, as she mentioned, and so shamanism has always been. It's the tradition in every tribal um, group where, where there's everything, again, Dina was saying, mm-hmm. where there's counseling and healing and bringing babies into the world and retrieval of something that you've lost within yourself um, and, and a variety of things. And, it, and that it happened all over the world. It's the first religion or spirituality of the earth. Everyone had tribal healers. And that's, yeah, and, that's what it and is. And shamanism is, means knowing. Shaman means knowing or one who knows. Oh, see, yeah, so, I did not know that. Wisdom. Wisdom. Teachers. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So I, w- I thought we would talk a couple of minutes about cultural appropriation. Because the feeling is, can can anyone just be a shaman? Yeah, which is why, like off off camera, I asked, you know, you are a shaman, correct? Because in our mind, we picture the Native Americans, and right? 
And I don't, I don't usually say I'm a shaman. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say by any means. Um, but then when we broke down what it meant, it's like, okay, yes, that I, that is a shamanic technique I use when I work on people. Ah. Um, but so much of it is really, you know, vocabulary. Exactly. You know, is the are you going to the lower world or are you going to the subconscious? Are you going to the upper world or are you going to the superconscious? You know, it's it's all the same thing. And can you explain that the different worlds? So in a lot of the traditional, again, um, indigenous shamanic traditions, to help the person in need, the shaman would journey. So um, usually through drumming or some kind of rhythmic thing. So they'd, they'd go into an altered state and they could journey to, there's the lower worlds, the middle worlds, it's our worlds, and the upper worlds. And this is where you would go to gain access to... Um, parts of that person's soul that might be fragmented or need the healing, and you bring it back. You bring that healing back for them. Oh, that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. I get, yeah. I, I'm such a visual. In, yeah, you can see it. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. totally see it. Oh, that's so awesome. And I love journeeing, so that's, that's yeah, beautiful. It's, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then yeah. the cultural appropriation. The mm-hmm. cultural appropriation, un- the unfortunate thing. Well, everyone became... Everyone, many people became excited about learning shamanism or shamanic shamanic <laughs> practices, and so there, there, nothing wrong with that. No. Many there are many teachers out there, um, some from um, native backgrounds, but some have come, you know, with with that information and with the intention of teaching this to the Western world. Um, but suddenly there were starting to be teachers who said, oh, yes, I'm a shaman. I've now studied for a few weekends, or that's just a few. I'm I'm not talking about the ones who have studied extensively, but can you call yourself a shaman if you are not a member of the indigenous people or a tribe? That's the question. I think you can, because just just by the definition of shaman. All right. Sometimes people are, are saying specifically, I'm an Andean shaman or, you know. Um, and not and having I, been born and raised. Well, not even, you could, even if you're, if you're um, not born and raised, they, they, you can be initiated into yes, you can. Uh, people's right. um, traditions. But, and, but that's, a, that's a serious ceremony, and usually you will say I was, you know, welcomed into this lineage, and there's right. a... Um, a training and studying the, you the did history what, of the you people. You did the training that it yeah. took to get there. Exactly, exactly. And then, yes, you are welcome. And I think that's, uh, I think that's pretty rare. I think it's, it's nicer when people get to say, I've studied these traditions, I've taken yes. from these traditions, or I've learned from these mm-hmm. traditions um, a little more. So you have a I few agree. things yeah, in your toolbox. Sorry. Yes. No. Sorry. Yes, I have a very big toolbox. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Which we should all have. I couldn't imagine just having one. I can't. I could not imagine it at all. I know. I shouldn't. I, I guess that's perfect for some people. Um, I just <laughs> but you like to learn because you're. De- I mean, yeah. if you're going to be walking people, their fragments back. Mm-hmm. You're also going to be dealing with people from many different um, traditions. Absolutely. So you, you don't want to. I'm not going to. A lot of people. I'm not going to say we just got a fragment of your soul back because that's just going to. They're going what? Yeah, and that's <laughs> not going to help anybody. Be yes. confused by that. Yeah, and so right. you do have to know 
you know, who you're talking to. And, and, and that's one of my tools or gifts is, is I'm very empathic. So I really get a sense of who I'm working with and what, how to work with that person. Um, yeah, because that's really important. You have to, you have to be with them where they are in order to take them somewhere else. So it's, it's they uh, need to trust you. Yeah. You need to connect. And mm-hmm. we were, we were talking about that we on past show. About that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the, um, the sense I have of it, too, um, I've studied several shamanic traditions as well, and um, it, it, I, we didn't talk about this um, answer, if you will. Um, some of it was being able to connect with your spirit guide or spirit guides mm-hmm. as you go through your training. Mm-hmm. Um, and my sense of it when I was working with spirit guides and also animal guides that came through, they help you know what direction to go. You know what you want to do in your own mind, and they're certainly choosing your own path, but also you will receive from guidance tools, gifts, information to take you on a journey, um, perhaps toward becoming a shaman, but maybe simply for your own healing. So there, there are so many layers to this. Or maybe you're some other kind of a practitioner. I was in yoga, and um, meditation came, and there was an opening of my intuition. This is just a for instance. But when I went into shamanism, it was just to learn a few things. But I went on a healing journey, and it was something I wanted more mm. of, it was it was surprising to me to go journeying. I had it was Dennis actually. He's this beautiful. Um, um, he's a he's a shaman. He was he was a shamanic practitioner, um, native shamanic practice. Um, but now he's a fairy shaman. Oh. She That's was awesome. she was ears pricked up. Yeah, very shaman <laughs> yes, too, my favorite thing. But but beautiful journeys where I met a guide who just a few thoughts came through. I could see him. I'm I'm clairvoyant and clairaudient and, and clairsentient. So I could feel it, I could hear it, I could see it. I could I was picking up things that I hadn't thought of before. Um, my totem animal who came through aligned with my chakras and there was an alignment and a shifting that took energy out that I no longer needed or thoughts out and experiences put them in a different perspective than I had had before. Um, it was, that was extraordinary. So that's what got me into shamanism. Um, but Oh, you had a question. I, I had a yes, question, yes. and again, I'm going with the very um, Hollywood version of shamanism. Yeah. So, uh, we we've spoken about spirit mm-hmm. guides. Mm-hmm. So, would shamanism have many spirit guides, or would it be animal guides as your primary guide in the shamanism tradition? Right. Again, so the animals would be in the middle world, and then your higher guides would be in the upper worlds. So the ascended masters we would yes okay so. The, so yeah it's all of them and um i'm still i'm still a little unsure how we're using the word shaman <laughs> okay yeah because <laughs> again for me I, i'm just thinking of shaman as one who travels into the the the, the other, other world, world to help um the under yeah. middle but, so when you're asking the question you're talking about like the hollywood the, the hollywood the version indigenous yes. mm-hmm. shaman. yeah yeah 
which it, that's it, so that's yeah the animals are in one yeah. world and and that's how you, and that's actually one way you know which world you're in oh there's uh, a rabbit I'm oh oh that's awesome so yeah so yeah for me i apologize the um i'm just you know we're saturated with the whole um hollywood version of the shaman so but for me i i worked with shaman mm-hmm. shaman i now i can't shaman, shaman. no just shaman yes. um <laughs> women and we've done healing so for mm-hmm. me it it means healing as you've said mm-hmm. so yeah so i just and wanted to throw that hollywood thing out i'm glad you said that too and i hope it's okay to bring this up get edited out if it's not but there are it's really alarming that there are i've heard of um at least well two practitioners and i don't i'm not going to say their names i don't even remember their names um who, who are shamans um and they they dress yeah and they they wear the whole outfit and everything and one in particular <laughs> uh apparently tells at least the women that's who i spoke with uh to take off their clothes oh for the healing and um you know my response was i don't know if that's what they did you know in the amazon or whatever but you're not in the amazon now you know and that's not okay so there's you know being dressed permission certainly from there's no there's there's absolutely no need for the woman there is no need no need there's no need um so so just because someone's wearing the outfit it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, because that was actually anyone could get the outfit. That's true. So I just went with that. Outfit. That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah. Any. Yeah. Yeah. And that. That is. You mean my shaman T-shirt <laughs> isn't going? <laughs> no, it's okay. It doesn't. Not to negate no, no, everyone who no, wears no, the no. correct garb, no. but um, so always use your gut, basically. Yes. Don't do anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Don't assume, even if they're the greatest shaman in the world, that they are doing what's best for you if you're feeling differently. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, you're supposed to be healing and relating and the gut and the soul complex. So yeah, that's exactly. touching on every show we just did. Yes, I <laughs> believe so. Okay. And that would be true in medical practice also. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. How comfortable are you with the practitioner, whatever they may be? Yeah, no matter how many degrees yeah, they have, they have there, it doesn't yeah. mean... Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Follow Very your gut. So. That's my advice. Mm-hmm. So do you have... I thought we would also talk about... Um, what kinds of things you've done or any of us have done because there's also I want to include something too just for <laughs> include something too which would be that those in goddess traditions you can call it goddess shamanism or you might you might consider it wicca which is about knowledge and a healing knowledge or witchcraft which is a, these are ancient these uh, witchcraft has an ancient tradition behind it wicca may be more modern but uses some traman- shamanic traditions as well i'm going to stumble over that word every time um <laughs> but um but the that that I would I would like to particularly talk though about shamanism mm-hmm. and um, some of the work you've done and you mean with with clients with clients yeah. um, naming no one right. of course <laughs> yeah. and that's interesting too which you know Nan and I spoke about um, in in defining shamanism because when I'm with the client it happens just organically I'll have my hands in certain places and then I'll notice oh um, a piece just came back. Or, you know what I mean? And, and I didn't do the actual consciously journeying to find the peace. And I haven't done the um, formal steps for it to happen. So there's a lot of 
um, it just you organic. Might, right. Yeah. You right. You might not know. What I liked that we were we were discussing previously is you might not know whether you're in the underworld or you're receiving from the middle world or the upper world at the time that you're healing that you're doing the work it's just that spirit may come through a peace may come back Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's i've had just ridiculous things happen just spontaneously like you know curse removal Mm. that kind of thing where it's just and it was i wasn't expecting that at all you know obviously (laughs) well i guess some people come in and say i have a curse uh, this person had it. So I think that it's beneficial because I'm not, um, I'm letting whatever that person needs to come through, come through. And it's, I, I'm usually surprised and excited by it. But, <laughs> but yeah, it isn't, if I got yeah. caught up in, you know, yes. it's, is it this, right. the astral bodies, it's the, you know, yeah, causal body, yeah, the weird body. The... And yeah, I, for me, I would, it would limit what I could do. So they say, which multidimensional exactly. plane am I coming from? No, in the middle of the healing, you're just right there. And it's the knowledge of it is with you, but you don't have to know exactly where it's coming from. So again, with the, the general public and uh, pop culture, you mm-hmm. hear the word cursing. Mm-hmm. People think, oh, I've been cursed. What does that mean? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, and it is used a lot. And there's a whole gypsy tactic with it, too. You know, a lot of times we go to a, a practitioner or a reader, not at our store, and they'll <laughs> say, you know, you've got, you have a no. curse on you, you know, give me $1,000, I'll clear the curse. <laughs> <laughs> Which is frightening if someone tells you you have a curse on you. Yeah. The experience. <laughs> $500 candles. <laughs> right. So, yeah, no. No. <laughs> right. Let me take this particular experience, and then it, we go into how it, how it affects the soul and then how shamanism works in that. Does that? Yeah. Okay. So in this particular instance, my hand was on somebody um, j- just as a normal, you know, transfer of energy healing session. But um, the the person, he started to feel it, it, it was painful. It hurts. And I, then right away, I was like, well, what does it feel like? Is it, and he said, it's the hook. So that feedback helped. I'm like, oh, it's a hook. So then I started to look more into it. And then the whole picture came with, you know, this old woman and um, this was an old woman and it was a curse actually on this man's mother um, and her future children. Oh. Which later then he spoke to his mom and we kind of got confirmation about this scene and this old scary old lady that did this. Um, So we unhooked, which is, it it almost feels like a literal hook, like a fish hook. Oh, wow. Um, And... (laughs) So we unhooked it, we, we sent her away, um, sealed everything up, kind of made some new, uh, you know, about creating a new story. Oh, yay, yeah. So we created a new narrative without her. Um, and after that, you know, the proof's in the pudding. After that session, uh, a lot of things happened, not just for him, but for his brother. Um, really good things, really good uh, forward movement things in their lives and their careers. So it was really interesting. It was like, do you think that has to <laughs> Yeah. It was strange um, to see that result. It was, very, it was a very profound session to her afterward. Then the, we followed with a walk, um, uh, a little hike Ooh. near where we were. Um, and there was just a lot of shedding that followed all the way, it was all the way up the hill, it was shedding, shedding, shedding. And as we're walking, I kind of could hear 
um, thank yous from his grandmother. Oh, it was crying. really, yeah, it was really powerful. And I don't think he was even aware uh, of that part. Um, and then we did a little ritual when we got to the top, which also lent itself to what we were talking about as far as um, it's so hard sometimes to do these healings in a, you know, here we have an hour in this room to do a healing. You know what I mean? That's yeah, not yeah. like time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was laughing with Oh, I'm sorry. You have to go. Yeah. <laughs> with one of the other videos. No, it saying, doesn't work that way. No. No. I was saying, you know, the Oracle of Delphi didn't didn't have a timer in the back. You know? Like, could you imagine? <laughs> the sun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's so strange to bring, you know, we're, it's challenging. Um, and exciting, you know, to, yes. to, to balance that. And I was just lucky in the situation that I had the time and the ability to follow through like that. And, you know, maybe it was just the opening was there and that's why it happened then. Um, and then afterward, yeah, there was a lot more um, than sealing up what happened. And, and there, there were more sessions, sessions that followed, yeah. of course, yeah. yeah. So taking out the negative and then you helped put in the... Yes, so then, yeah, it's about... Um, yeah, because then when you when you take something out like that, whether it be a fear or sometimes you'll take out things and you, or for me it's like you could almost feel like a ball or something just left the person. Sometimes it's audible. It's very interesting. Interesting. Ooh. But so then there's a space. So then it's very important to fill that space with love or light or the new story, um, whatever they want, because there's space now for that. Oh. Um, so that's really it's important and it's that's the fun part yeah mm -hmm. oh and bringing the light back yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. taking mm -hmm. out the shadow mm -hmm. and <laughs> even with um, a client of mine who uh, Anana knows she had um, fibroids removed I'm, I'm sorry she, she had fibroids she had her uterus removed oh but all the way. what we decided to do is really realize wow you just created a lot of space yeah and what what how are we going to bless yeah. this space and create something new there because it was obviously um uh not it was obviously unhealthy and things were growing mm -hmm. in there you didn't want it to grow so let, what are we going to create now so it was really beautiful and she's great so instead of seeing it really as a void we really took the opportunity to fill the space um with something new and beautiful and, and healing that is really good i never thought of that because i'm surrounded by women who've had that happen and some of them really do put something new in, or some of them are kind of mm -hmm. stuck, mm -hmm. wondering I've had people, where now. I've had people come in who say, I don't know why I'm not healing from this, or this happened, or they'll have, a, have had an operation a year before, and they're still... And, and while it can take a very long time, it's very true, you're not, you might not just heal no. in a few months from something, but the, if you feel you're missing something... Um, or there's a profound uh, feeling that there's a gap and that there's something profound that needs to come to you. Um, there is there is all sorts of work. But what if what if a story got of that belongs to you um, because of, for instance, fibroids um, stopped and now it needs to come back in and maybe you don't need to be right where that storyline is but you need to be able to go through it or remember it or bring back something that it's like a through line yeah. of a play um, and you went off course now that needs to come back I was having a, a <clears throat> excuse me I was having a talk with my cousins um, 
and I don't know what my brain went to um, postpartum Mm -hmm. because (laughs) having a baby it's it's ripped out of you and yeah you have this gorgeous human with you now but it was living inside of you it's kind of overwhelming that I just I've disconnected so it's part of your story too. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Right. <laughs> she, she yeah, or he yeah. is part of your story too. So I totally believe that they're in postpartum. I, I because it's like I'm missing. Mm-hmm. We were so in sync, and now okay. So yeah, okay. Put something back in. That's funny because well, the thing I'm gonna you want me to read something is about the void. Oh, but I didn't realize we oh, were gonna perfect. be talking about that. But, well. <laughs> yeah, synchronicity. Spirit, spirit <laughs> did yes, somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love when that happens. (laughs) Are there portals within the body then? Or would you say the body or would you say the subtle body? How would you call it? In my experience, only from from in in my experience, I don't even know if I've been taught this, but in my experience, there have been times when I've been working on somebody, um, maybe in a certain chakra, and I could just feel that we've, we've opened a portal. we're, We're somewhere completely different. Sometimes you'll lose time. It's like, a look and you know yeah. right or, wow. or there's yeah. just a sense of um i can there's just a sense you know it there's something's yes. opened and it's yeah. it's bigger than both of you um so i think yeah they were they were able to access the, portals yeah. through the body i mean for for me you we can certainly talk about the chakras um as and I actually I used to not view them as portals of energy, but they are. I believe yeah. that they are um, your connection to a multi-dimensional universe, um, and so there there are pathways through you to your healing, and then pathways um, or reverberations of energy that come back and tell you what's going on with someone, um, and I. Uh, while I do goddess shamanism, I more consider myself like a Reiki practitioner mm-hmm. or just an inner, I don't even have to use that word, just an energy practitioner in the sense that I've been able to stand there and it's mind's eye, not my, not necessarily my physical eyes, although there will be, there could be flashes of light and so forth, but my mind's eye, I will see an, a portal open up or a center um, and then it will show me where it's going through the body. It's like a, it could be a zigzagging motion or it could be um, something that changes color or I will see a scene playing out and I will just be standing there and holding space so that I can figure out what's going on and listen to spirit, listen to the body of the person in front of me. And the person laying there in front of me will say, you know, I'm having this memory about my mother, and I don't know why this came up. So again, it doesn't have to be the mother, but, but but if it's like that, if it's a memory from your childhood or a memory, it could be a mother from another lifetime because everything you are is housed in your subtle field. Um, but that it will be like layers will start to come together for me, again, and I'm ask, kind of asking you too, is that, is that similar? Um, no. <laughs> no, no. And that's what's fascinating. No. It's for everybody. It's everybody, I mean, yeah. Probably for every practitioner, yeah. there are some different think. things that happen. On, oh, that was also what I thought was exciting about this, is that every practitioner is going to be very different. And while I absolutely, it's clear that 
that shamanic teachers are teaching you their ways and methods. Um, I'm hearing and understanding. They also have to leave it to the shaman anyway. They're not just because there are certain guidelines and practices doesn't mean there are rules that absolutely dictate how the healing happens. Mm -hmm. I, I almost want to say there are no uh, wrong way other than something harmful towards somebody. That would hurt physically. Yeah. 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 Right, but you do want to have some sense of um, a person's physical body. Yes. I see a, a kind of absence yes. of that as well, where people aren't really, um, they're so involved with the, the chakras and the, the past life and the curses that, that they, they forget that there's a physical body right there. Exactly. Um, and that, that body in this world, in this time and place, is the most important thing. Yes. So it's, that's... Um, I mean, you, you, so there's, you know, there's some just disclaimers. <laughs> it's okay. Well, <laughs> you don't have to. Just, there are there are some things people should know before they start before this. Before they do, this. yeah, definitely, yeah. Just and even for yourself, because I've I've um, practiced with a sh shamanic energy healing mm -hmm. with with a friend of mine, and um, if I don't ground afterwards, mm -hmm. I will get sick. Oh yeah. You have to ground. You have you to pull your soul fragments back exactly. from that session yes. because you were just you were just out there merged with that person, and they could walk away with part of you if you're not if you don't know what you're doing. That it's, makes sense. It's really not. Um, I don't want to say it's not as easy as it seems because it, it is should, easy, it, but it's. Um, you have to be. It's a skill. Well, there's going to be there can be an emotional impact yeah. from from this um, emotional, mm -hmm. physical, energetically, um, energetic or subtle. Yes. So, so having, to me, you should listen. If you if you've gone to a trusted practitioner, you should listen to what to do for the, for after care, um, and, and talk to them. I I, I do this. I ask. I say, please. You can. I'm available, for you just to call me or email or whatever. What's going on? I'd like to hear your experience days after, mm -hmm. or any time after so that I know what's going on and You're if like I can offer doctor. more help I'm happy to do that follow yeah. up is good and yes <laughs> so I feel like um, with everything with all, all that we talk about on the show metaphysical energetic and healing we all everyone has the ability to do it you just have to tap into it but I think we all have to have a certain respect for it not to just jump in blindly do a little studying talk to somebody to help you that's beautifully put. Yeah, you need respect for it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. So I would love to um, talk about how you both um, do the cards in this <laughs> in this um, new and exciting shama. Sh I can't. I'm, I'm having Shamanic. difficulty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Not so new. We're I'm, we're looking for at me. Um, <laughs> at the medicine cards, which have been around quite a long time. Um, do you, I'm going to have you actually, um, if, have an intention in mind, Sheila Marie, um, and, and then Dina, if you would draw a card For her. and we'll see what, yeah, okay. see what it brings. Mm -hmm. Do you have your intention? Do you have your intention? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Great. Why don't you shuffle? Mm -hmm. okay. You shuffle that on okay. And it's so different. It's the smaller amount. How many cards are in here? <laughs> <laughs> I am not 
it's not, it's not 72. Like um, it is definitely not 72. And they're beautifully made too. So yeah, these are the OG animal cards. These are the OG. <laughs> and they've had this deck. Jamie Sams and David Carson wrote the. Um, oh, she got excited about that. <laughs> That should not be in. <laughs> oh, we said that would happen, right? <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, oh. one more time. Are you going to go with that one? Or are you going to? What do you think? I would go with this one. Okay. That one. Okay. So I've seen go. a lot of. Well, spider makes a lot of sense to me. Um, <laughs> I've seen a lot of spiders lately. And you can go ahead and find where that is if there's anything you want to read about her. But spiders weaving the web. And so it can be for write. She's a good. She's a good card for writers or a project. And asking yourself, what kind of network or web do you need to? Hmm. Mm. You got a network <laughs> on the other show that we did recently. Um, but what kind of network do you need, and what do you need to to knit it together? Ooh, that I like that knit it together because it does. Mm. It looks like a. Yeah, like she a, looks mm-hmm. like she's knitting. Here's another. Part of her medicine, which is a little interesting. Great. Spider weaves the webs of fate for those who get caught in her web and become her dinner. This is similar to humans who get caught in the web of illusion in the physical world and never see beyond the horizon into the other dimensions. Oh, okay. I think you're helping people get past that. I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I had yeah. a spider in my car that was in which in my car. I'm saying farewell to my car soon. She came down and she was like, right here. Oh, <laughs> you're leaving one web and a new one is <laughs> a new path is opening. Oh, and I try and I love the spider. Yeah, you looked when you, when you looked at him. Like, oh, that must be it. <laughs> I just wish I wasn't like yeah, driving and almost crashing. <laughs> okay, and I tried to save her, take her outside. So, um, you we asked if there was something you would like to read for us. Oh, right. Um, well, first oh, yes. we want to we want to talk about. Is there anything from Alexandria too, or anything you want to talk about that's coming up at the store? At the store, yeah. No, we don't. And really also do. how we <laughs> and also how we contact you. Yes. Oh, um, since you are a shamanic practitioner and do yeah. sessions, beautiful sessions for people. It certainly right? sounds like yeah. it. Um, you contact me through the store through Alexandria too. Should I give the number? Yes. Yes. It's 626-792-7885. And you just let them know you want a session with Dina. And um, Excellent. I have you on speed dial. You're in my, the, Alexandra <laughs> 2 is on my favorites. <laughs> my in your favorite list, yes. So Absolutely. it told me when it was the birthday, which was, I think, a couple October, months ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every now and then we get stuff out. That's great. <laughs> every 30 years. Really? That's wonderful. Yeah. Wow. And then you're there as well, aren't you? Yeah. I'm there on Mondays from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time. So and they you can, can and you can call. <laughs> you can also call and make appointments. I do phone sessions as well as in-person one-on-one sessions there. My, yeah, my recommendation is if you go into Alexandria too for a reading with either one of you. Um, set aside like a half an hour because there's a lot of good stuff that you want to see and play and touch with that you you may want to buy and there may be recommendations after a reading that you may need you know I've I found the best um, jewelry and stones gorgeous jewelry Dina often chooses 
that jewelry. Good, Good taste. Job. Good job. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and then you have, do you have a couple of other things happening? Um, I would say stay tuned to my website, yes. inanamoon.com. And you will also okay. see um, Alexandria, too, connected to that. So they will see the... They absolutely yeah. will. Yes, you'll yeah. see where I'm where I'm holding sessions throughout the week. Ah, yes. Mm. And, and how about you? Do you have anything coming up? Um, I have comedy. <laughs> I have um, oh. our comedy series on Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, The Secret Office, and it talks about um, our great characters who are funny and lovable, dealing um, with uh, today as Secret Service agents. Mm. So, Excellent. and first comes like. Also ah, a movie yes. on Amazon. Can't miss that. So. And so, Dina, please, if you'll do share your reading okay. with so us. This is from an older, but well, older. I think it's the 80s. It's um, I Remember Union, and it's channeled material, um, channeled Mary Magdalene material. The author is Flo Calhoun. 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 Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and I, I think it's, I read a lot of... Um, I love Mary Magdalene, and yeah. there's a lot of different versions of what her life was like, and they're all beautiful. Yeah. Um, this particular piece I'm going to read is, um, so Mary Magdalene in this book was uh, a great healer, and she knew what her destiny would be. She knew what she'd end up being called. She knew everything that was going to happen ahead of time, and this is where she talks about um, how she started to get through that and it's called the void because she's talking about that's that's where she ended up going to find peace and reading i thought you know this this just applies to everybody especially people in our world yes in our our tribe okay to feel as if you do not belong anywhere is a special kind of aloneness it leaves an imprint of emptiness within perhaps a void and there is nowhere to turn and that is how i felt Sometimes with someone I loved, there was a place to reside, a place to rest, to merge, and to become one in the way of all. And then there would be this return of aloneness when they were gone that would shatter the sense of oneness and lead me back to despair and to nothingness. Deep in myself, I would weep, yearning for my soul to reveal itself more plainly as my friend so I could embrace it and call it to me and know again the truth of my unity with all things. And it would not come. Like reluctant child, my soul would linger within the far reaches of my being when I would call. Does the soul belong to us or does it not? Where is the design that we cannot find it at each moment in each yearning? I reached inside and called and it did not come. And I screamed into the void, a silent scream, and cursed my existence and the design and the plan that led me to such a point of aloneness. And I was alone. I was exhausted and I rested in the only place I knew, in that void, within that aloneness. It carried me and I went, unresisting. It carried me and I went. We traveled and I let go and surrendered and I went. I began to feel nothingness around me, the place of the void, enclosing me and surrounding me, and ultimately, to my surprise, supporting me. I relaxed into the place of nothing. I grew and I expanded. I allowed myself to not define my safety, and I felt safe. I allowed myself to be alone, to stay there. When I would resist and try to return to the place of human despair, I would feel the emptiness there, and the void felt richer, more alive, and I would go again within. And I let go even more, 
allowing the moment to be whatever it was. Thoughts would enter about all manner of things to distract me from the moment, and I would return within, knowing that there was no place else to go, nowhere that was more safe. I would bargain with the nothing space within, but it would not be fooled. There was no escape except to be there. No one would rescue me from this search. So I went inward and became stronger. I followed the path of my soul into the bowels of my creation. And suddenly, I felt light returning to my mind, as if the light was emanating from deep within me. And it was. I opened to receive it, and it shone upon me the way a child joyfully welcomes one back from a long journey. There was a child inside there, in discovery and joy, in all the things which I had sought outside myself. There was a pulsing and a deepening, an invitation, and I accepted. I went forward, catching my breath, and the welcome remained. There was no withdrawal, and I went nearer. I expanded more, reaching within, and rather than less, there was more and more. I did not end. I was not hollow. I was not empty. I was full and fuller. The journey home had begun. Mm. Wow. Perfect. That was awesome. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> what was the name of the book again? Um, it's it? I Remember Union, the story of Mary Magdalene by Flo Calhoun. Calhoun. <laughs> All right. I'm getting that book. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's the story of, of, of Mary and Jesus and Judas. And they're, and it's very interesting because their, their bond before birth, the agreement they made, so it really goes into those soul, con- soul contracts and um, then how they carry that out. And I'm hearing journeys into the underworld. Little oh, yeah. Upper, the rise, the fall and the rise. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Thank Dina. you. This was fun. Appreciate <laughs> you for coming today. Yeah. And you'll have to come back. And we have so much to talk about. Um, so thank you for joining us here in Cruising in the Light and Shadow. My name is Inanna Moon. I'm Sheila Kichamri, reminding you that love is everywhere. Our lives touch everyone and everything. So please go forth in love. Satnam.